Super Talk Mississippi media production. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jamie Creel with Shelter Insurance. Come see how we've built a name that you can trust and why it is a must to get your free quote today with our Switch and Save. Located in Ridgeland and Florida, Mississippi, give us a call, 601-992-6000. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way, Super Talk Mississippi 97.3 our differences to the side and talking about something we all love. In our old man river, lavish lakes and streams, pines full of the wildest life and possibilities. I see one Mississippi, there's a magnolia tree. It's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. From the Foundation Studio, right here on Biloxi's Back Bay, I want to welcome you to Super Talk Outdoors, where we celebrate every single Monday at lunchtime the world-class outdoors of the state of Mississippi, because we are the capital of the outdoors in America. Thank you for joining us on the powerful Super Talk Mississippi Radio Network, or on Super Talk TV at Seaspire TV. But some of you are watching on YouTube or Facebook or your favorite podcast. It's January the 9th, 2023. Hey, we've got a great show today. I've got Brian Ferguson, who's the chief of staff for the Mississippi State Parks. We're going to talk to, to Brian about his story and about their efforts on the par state park side. And in the first half of the show, I'm going to be joined by my friend Ed Penny, who's the director of public policy for the Southern Region for Ducks Unlimited. Without any further ado, let me come over to Ed and just say uh, good afternoon to you, Ed. How you doing, my friend? Good afternoon, Ricky. Great to see you again, and Happy New Year. It's been it's been several weeks since we've chatted, but a lot has happened. It has been a it has been busy, both in sort of uh, uh, you know the the world of this of this show, but also in our just in the world of enjoying the outdoors. Man, I've had some awesome hunts, man. You know, my group, both duck hunting and deer hunting, it's been great. I mean, the weather. I wish it was a little cooler. Obviously, you know that better than anybody. But we've had some great times in the outdoor. Had my grandson at the camp this past weekend. It was just awesome. How about you? You enjoying the outdoors? Oh yeah, it's been a, it's been a great few weeks. You know, right before Christmas, we had a huge huge cold front. It wasn't a cold snap, but a cold front hit. It was well timed, and I was able to get out and enjoy it then. Had a great Christmas with family and friends out in the woods in Claiborne County, and uh, since then, been trying to get back to work, but trying also to to get out in the woods and over the water a little bit too. So it's been fantastic. It's been cool. So down here on the coast, it's already time to start thinking about February approach and uh, yellowfin tuna as they get into a bit shallower water, about 75 miles off the coast. And we go chunking for them when we can find sort of a weather break. And we, we're in that mode. I'm already thinking about getting the boat ready and what do I need to do and getting it serviced. And, you know, it's weird you think of coastal Mississippi in February, you know, having, you know, some of the biggest yellowfin tuna you'll ever catch this time of year, but that it's, it's that time of year. Never, never a dull moment in Mississippi. That's why I call it, you know, the capital of the outdoors in America. Hey, listen. Meanwhile, you you um, you were in the news recently by some news. You went to the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks Commission meeting. It was not related to DU. In fact, it had to do with I think family land that you own in Claiborne County. But um, I talked about the exchange that you and Commissioner Leonard Bentz had. Um, I was kind of disappointed in, in how that all went. But we what kind of bring people up to speed on that? Yeah, so that's a good question. And, you know, as a landowner in Claiborne County, I've been fortunate to 
to marry a beautiful woman uh, from Port Gibson, and, and we have some property there that we are fortunate to, to take care of and manage for deer, and we fish on it, we duck hunt on it, we turkey hunt on it. Like most Mississippians, we, we do a lot of things, and we want to enjoy it. And uh, I was, I was uh, pretty disappointed to see that in the November meeting, the commission changed a recent uh, recent action that they put into place because of chronic wasting disease. Uh, chronic wasting disease is a serious, serious issue for white-tailed deer around the country. Uh, but unfortunately, it's now in Mississippi, mostly in North Mississippi. A few of the South Delta counties have it too. Uh, but Louisiana had a positive case uh, a couple months ago. And as part of that positive case hitting in Tensaw Paris, just across the river from Port Gibson, um, we had to take measures to manage the spread of CWD into Mississippi. And one of those measures is to ban supplemental feeding. Now, you know, there's lots of people on different sides of that issue, and I'm not going to argue that. But what we should all share is the fact that we don't want chronic wasting disease in our county or in our state in our deer that we spend so much time enjoying. And unfortunately, in November, the commission made a unilateral decision to reverse that supplemental feeding ban and to encourage the spread of CWD into my county and Claiborne County. So they did that without any public input, without any stakeholder discussion. They are required to consult with a lot of other experts and entities before they modify that chronic wasting disease management plan. And they did not do that. Uh, so I think it was wise to hold them to account. And in December, a month after they made that decision, that's when I made public comment. And unfortunately, all I got was blank stares and no and and no no response since then. So there is there was a little bit of exchange there, but um, you know, responsibility is what these folks are supposed to hold, and and we need to hold them responsible. Well, this wasn't the first time that they had made a decision that uh, dealt with CWD that, that, you know, without public input. Uh, how concerned are you that they're starting to make unilateral decisions like that? Well, you know, there's, there's a whole code that, a whole code of statutes of laws and regulations that this commission is supposed to uphold. And if they're on the commission, they need to be responsible and, and follow the law. Uh, I'm concerned that unless folks are watching and listening to them, they will continue to make decisions that don't have the best interests of wildlife and sportsmen in their brains. Yeah, you know what was interesting, because I also talked about something else that happened in that meeting back in December. Uh, Leonard Bench dragged over the coals U.S. Forestry Supervisor uh, Shannon Killerty. And she actually manages 1.2 million efforts. But what the U.S. Forest Service had done is put some some safety policies in place that were identical to the the uh, safety policies that are in place that Mississippi put in place in the wildlife management areas. And he seemed to be unaware of that that they were simply just matching up these uh, these safety policies. Um, but he, but he, what I, what I want to say, when I say dragged over the calls, he, he, he said that she should have sought, sought public input. And it's interesting that they had made two decisions, the commissions themselves had made two decisions related to CWD management uh, without seeking public input. Um, you know, just, again, I'm just disappointed by the turn of events that, that we saw there. And then I've talked a lot about 
the sale of white-tailed deer in Mississippi, and I've been digging because I really wanted to understand where this came from. And then I found that it, you know, when we got the attorney general opinion that the commission, which actually revert, this is reverses Jim Hood's decision that said the commission could not do such a thing. The current attorney general did say, Lynn Fitch said that he, they could make this decision uh, around the sale of white-tailed deer if they choose to do that. I wanted to know where this came from, and I looked, and by, by the way, it was in January of 2022. It was in, it's in the minutes, and it was uh, Billy DeVinney sort of offered up um, the, the, the possibility that the commission could make such a decision to sell white-tailed deer and was, was asking the commission to seek an attorney general's opinion. And digging a little deeper, you see Commissioner Bentz, who had only been just, just joined uh, the commission, made a motion uh, to send Devenny's letter to the Attorney General to get an Attorney General's opinion about whether the Commission can make such a decision. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a former publisher, man. I, I have a lot of questions. I, I want to know about the relationship between Vince and Devenny. You know, did Devenny have any role in the appointment of Vince to the Commission? I, I don't know the answers to these questions, but I'm going I'm going to find out. I, it just feels like, it feels like the deck's kind of stacked in a way. I hope that's not the case, but do, do you have any thought about that? Well, I, I do have some thoughts about the buying and selling a white-tailed deer. Um, you know, that is a, the public owns our wildlife. That is an American birthright. It's the birthright of every Mississippian. Hunting and fishing is a constitutional right. We will not allow the buying and selling of white-tailed deer in this state because there's too many people that care too much about the health of our wildlife. Buying and selling deer brings in CWD. We know that. Uh, we that we know that in states where buying and selling deer is allowed, CWD is widespread. And I personally don't want chronic wasting disease in the deer that I hunt. That affects the diets and nutrition of my kids. It affects the things that we eat. It, there's too much risk involved and and for us to downplay those risks is wrong uh it's morally wrong it's ethically wrong it's irresponsible and i would suggest that we need to make it illegal clearly make it illegal to buy and sell wildlife in our state well what's interesting in the high fence regulation that was adopted right out the right out the very at the very top it says the sale of white-tailed deer is prohibited but what Lynn Fitch's uh, Attorney General's ruling did is it puts a lot of power in the commission. And it's, I, I think that what we need to do is have a serious conversation in our state about whether some legislation is needed to kind of nip this in the bud so we can move forward. I won't go into a big spiel about it, but you can go to the Super Talk Outdoors Facebook page if you want to read more or watch more shows that discuss why the sale of white-tailed deer is a real deviation from the North American wildlife conservation effort. This really made Mississippi the capital of the outdoors in America. We don't want just a few people, four or five you know, uh, white-tailed breeders, to change the heritage of our entire state in terms of how we approach conservation efforts. Hey, when we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Ed Penny from Ducks Unlimited.
Land is one of the most valuable assets you will acquire in your lifetime. Hey there, I'm Don Coleman, the land professional at Four Corner Properties in Gluckstadt. Making sure that right property fits your wants and needs is my job. As a proven leader in the land business at Four Corner Properties, I can help you do just that. Give me a call at 662-571-1386 or at the office 601-952-2828. Land for you is what I do. At AgUp, your local John Deere dealer, you can leave it up to us, or you can build it, price it, and own it with a simple click of a button at agup.com. Build it. Select from tractors and lawn equipment. Next, choose which implements and attachments best fit your tasks. Price it. Receive immediate pricing. Own it. Pick it up at your AgUp location. Visit agup.com today to begin customizing your equipment, or feel free to leave it up to us and visit any of our 16 locations in Mississippi and Arkansas. ESISupply.net. It's not if you're going to have a spill at your business or workplace, it's when. ESISupply.net. Exorbent pads by the bundle or roll. ESISupply.net. Socknet boom products, oil gator, oil dry spill kits, and much more. ESISupply.net. Take it from Scary Gary. If it can spill, it's gonna. ESI Supply, 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910 or online at ESISupply.net. Are you a hard worker? Are you dependable? Do you have a good attitude? Do you want to be part of a team? If so, the Black Label Bridge Builders at Key Constructors offers lead men and women purpose-driven career opportunities with on-the-job and outside training, leadership development, and benefits. To learn more about what what it takes to be a black label bridge builder, please visit Key's website at keyconstructors.com. Please also follow at Key Constructors on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to see regular updates on the black label bridge builders. Protect your home and office with Havard Pest Control, a family-owned and operated business for 75 years. Havard provides termite and pest services with free quotes, low monthly payments, free recalls, and unmatched customer service. For more information, visit HavardPest.com. Family termite is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. Hello, my name is John Merrill, the owner of Amada Senior Care. We're your local trust advisor for senior home care. We provide experienced caregivers for your loved ones so they can remain in their home. Just like you would care for your loved ones, our employees provide assistance with their personal care needs. As your trusted senior advisor, I can help your family navigate the long-term care insurance process. Just call me, John Merrill with Amada Senior Care, for your free in-home consultation, 601-864-3752. Follow here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Leading the conversation on Mississippi's outdoors. It's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi. Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors. I have my friend Ed Penny. He's the director of public policy for the Southern Region for Ducks Unlimited. Ed, you know, when we, we talked about sort of the work of the commission and the sale of white-tailed deer and CWD management, you know, the part of me says don't do too much of those conversations because I want to talk more about people's love of the outdoors. I want this to be a positive show and all these things. But the reality is the work of the commission, every every hunter, everyone who enjoys the outdoors in Mississippi, over 700,000 people, 
have to pay attention to sort of the inner workings of these organizations because if they if we are not focused on them if we're not sort of watching them closely things can happen <laughs> that can really change the course of history for our enjoyment in this state so i promise the listeners that i'm not going to focus on these things too often but when these issues come up, such as the sale of whitetail deer in Mississippi, we're going to be focused on it, and we're going to work hard to communicate to you why it should matter to you. So um, my promise is not to not to overdo it. Uh, you know, Ricky, let, yeah. let me jump in right there. You know, I, I've got good relationships with with these commissioners, uh, and you know, in my job, I, I work with commissions and boards around the South and every state fish and wildlife agency, and. I've got good relationships with these commissioners, and that's why it was difficult personally to to hold them to account and to go call them call them to the map. Uh, but it is our job as sports people. It is our job as conservationists to go and to go and pay attention to the commission meetings, watch them on YouTube, read the minutes if you have a few minutes. But even more importantly, if they're if they're working on a on an issue that's important to you, whether it's WMA regulations and Mount Mason WMA when they were trying to close a close part of a public hunting area. We can't let this stuff happen. We have to call, we have to hold them accountable because they are supposed to represent our interests as sports people. So one of the things that, that, yeah, and Ed, one of the things that's important to me is uh, I get a chance on this show, you know, we're going to talk to Brian Ferguson coming up here in the second half of the show to talk to all these dedicated professionals that work inside the department. And they've dedicated their lives to helping make sure that there is a heritage many years, many generations past our own to enjoy here in Mississippi. And it's important for the commission, but they usually do support them. I'm not suggesting that they don't support the department. That's not at all the case. But from time to time, there are issues where they don't listen carefully to what the what the department is saying to them, and they should listen more carefully. CWD is a great example of that. But at the end of the day, we'll, we'll stay focused on it. We're not trying to pick fights. The reality is, you know, most of the time it goes really well, and that's why we are the capital of the outdoors in America. But when there is a deviation, when you have political appointees, that's kind of what can happen from time to time. That's why you have to have watchdogs. So um, anyway, you know, I'm, I'm confident that Governor Reeves doesn't want a dust up around the sale of whitetail deer during an election year for sure. But that shouldn't be the reason we don't focus on it. Should, we should focus on it because it's a generational issue, how we manage and conserve you know, wildlife in the state. And we don't want to deviate from that. That's the important point I want to make. So, hey, listen, uh, we've had some good wins in Congress lately, and it's going to benefit Mississippi in a big way. Tell a little about what, what you're learning. Sure. So even while all that commission nonsense was happening in December, Congress was getting to the end of the Congress uh, and before it shifted over the last several days. But we did have some big wins, uh, and we'll, we can talk about this more later, but the North American Wetland Conservation Act, one of the biggest grant programs in place for waterfowl habitat conservation, received historic levels of funding, $50 million this year of appropriations from Congress. That's the most it's ever received in its history. And we fully intend, with the help of the Mississippi Outdoor Stewardship Trust Fund, to make sure that a lot of those dollars come into Mississippi for work at Mahana, for work at Mount Mason, for work at all the new WMAs that may be coming online. So uh, that's a huge win. And we're happy that Ducks Unlimited was a part of that. The other big win was the Water Resource Development Act. Uh, that supports and funds a lot of the Corps of Engineers projects around the country. 
We developed a new program this year called the Lower Mississippi River Demonstration Program. That's going to bring $40 million to the Lower Mississippi River states. We want Mississippi to be able to benefit from that as well. So those were two of the most significant wins. And and you mentioned the Outdoor Stewardship Trust Fund, but you know, as I said, you got this dream team of a board focused on you know you know plans and the future. Uh, they hit the ground running, but all signs are still moving in the right direction, isn't it? That's right. Uh, the board has been extremely active, working weekly in a public meeting format. Uh, they have been getting input from a lot of stakeholders and partners and uh, folks to develop this grant program for the trust fund. I feel like they're very close to announcing when that grant program will be open. They're very close to hiring some folks and some and some personnel to manage the program. So I've been very impressed with all the appointees there. They've been they've been active. They've been learning. They've been talking to conservation folks. So we're excited about what's going to happen over the next few months. And you know, and they've been learning from what other states have done. Now, one thing I wish we were further along in this, but the reality is, since we weren't, we we've been willing to reach out and talk to other states who've had tremendous success. With the focus being, how can we make the most amount of impact? First of all, we want this demonstration year, this first year, to be we want to hit it out of the park, because what we really want to focus on is getting some adjustments to the to the legislation in the future that enable a dedicated funding source, so we don't have to come back year after year. But in order to do that, the projects have to be sound and they have to be long-term impacting, but but also they have to have a, a strong um, connection to federal funds, matching funds. And you're, you're confident they're focused in that way. I'm very confident of that. Uh, we just mentioned a couple of federal sources that are, that are out there. There's private sector dollars from foundation and groups like Ducks Unlimited, the Nature Conservancy, Wildlife Mississippi and others. This, these dollars are going to be put on the ground and in places that Mississippians will see. They will they will enjoy them. And you're right. We had to get it going. Uh, this is a new program, and we can't go too quickly and make it something that we don't want. The Mississippians don't want. It's not going to benefit the whole state. So they're taking their time. They're looking at places like South Carolina, Georgia, Texas, others. Uh, the model's out there. We just had to make it fit Mississippi, and we look forward to, to putting some projects on the ground in the next several months. So, as you as you talk to your DU, uh, you know, uh, cohorts across the across the, the flyway, what's your what's your thoughts on how the end of the season is going to go here in, in Mississippi? I'm excited about it. Uh, this usually we hear complaints if duck season is going terribly, and you know for the last three years it has been. And I feel like we're getting back to an average year where folks and myself included, I haven't had too many limit out hunts, but we've we've had ducks and we've had good hunts, and it's been getting back to what we would consider normal. But this past several days we've had huge full moons. It's affected deer movements. It's affected duck hunting. Uh, I think when that changes, we'll have a good last couple of weeks of duck season, like we often do. I had a had a friend of mine, uh, a friend of my son's, hunting with us this past weekend, and I sat with him at our place over in Mentor City and saw a beautiful beautiful 10 point that's going to be a monster next year it broke his heart that we had to pass on it 
but we saw another 10 point and then a, a spike and a bunch of does but it was it was absolutely an incredible hunt it was beautiful beautiful weather it wasn't as cold as you wanted to be but it didn't seem to matter over a few fingers from us my son jordan was having a really good hunt as well um not not seeing as many mature deer as you would like to see but you know the the, the herd's in good shape and it bodes well for for the years to come and then of course they as i mentioned they had some great duck hunts and uh, the duck hunt yesterday was in the fog, which makes it challenging because they, by the time they appear, you know, they, they appear coming through at 30 miles an hour and uh, it makes it challenging. But, you know, it's fun to, ha to have ducks. I don't care what kind of ducks they are. It's fun to have ducks, isn't it, buddy? It is. And, and I was down on the coast a couple of weeks ago. I guess it was last week around New Year's. I don't get down to the coast very often in the wintertime, but there were tons of sea ducks, scoters, scoff out there, diving ducks. <clears throat> having ducks around is always is always a good thing even if you know no matter if you're hunting them or not but you know folks that that are getting out there during duck season just go duck hunt shoot ducks enjoy it with your friends get some out for the dog i've got a one-year-old dog he needs to practice so don't worry about what species it is just go out there and have and enjoy it yeah, like we were saying before the end of the about before the show started sometimes we get so focused on the greenheads we lose what it's all about and you know having ducks whatever their species as you mentioned is just great the camaraderie the social sport aspect of it um i mean it's from the time you gather to the time you get in the, in the blind together to even at you know during the hunt and then after the hunt that's what duck hunting is all about as i've said many times it's it's literally the ultimate social sport isn't it it really is and i was in the blind last week up around tunica and spending time with some guys that I had never hunted with, but always respected and appreciated. It was great to build that relationship, reconnected with some friends from Washington, D.C., uh, got to hunt with somebody who I'd never hunted with. So it was, we had a quality hunt. We didn't kill a lot of ducks, but it was a very quality hunt. Well, Ed Penny from Ducks Unlimited, it's been great to catch up with you, my friend. Great to see you, Ricky. Take care. <laughs> Stay safe in the outdoors. Remember the story I told the guy who shot a deer, left his gun off the safety off, was taking it off his shoulder. He brushed the, the, uh, the trigger, it went off. No one was hurt, but that's someone I know. Man, stay safe. Keep the breaches open. Keep your guns unloaded when you're not using them. That's so important. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, mostly sunny conditions, high near 60 degrees. Tonight, a 20% chance of rain, low around 43. Your Tuesday, mostly sunny, high near 64. Tuesday evening rolls in with partly cloudy conditions, low around 44. And for your Wednesday, mostly sunny, high near 67. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply experts since 1871. Hey y'all, this is your girl Cheryl Underwood, and I want to tell you something. My digestive system used to make me feel sluggish, but those days are over. Now I feel great. That's because I increased my fiber intake with the Metamucil two-week challenge, and I'm still hooked. I just took Metamucil every day for 14 days, and it's really that easy. Metamucil traps and removes the waste that weighs you down, so you feel lighter and more energetic. Now I never want to go back to that heavy feeling. Are you ready for the Metamucil two-week challenge for a coupon and daily support? Sign up at Metamucil.com today. 
At AgUp, your local John Deere dealer, you can leave it up to us, or you can build it, price it, and own it with a simple click of a button at agup.com. Build it. Select from tractors and lawn equipment. Next, choose which implements and attachments best fit your tasks. Price it. Receive immediate pricing. Own it. Pick it up at your AgUp location. Visit agup.com today to begin customizing your equipment, or feel free to leave it up to us and visit any of our 16 locations in Mississippi and Arkansas. Men's Health of Mississippi is the proud sponsor of Ole Miss Sports. Men's Health of Mississippi providing medical and health care services to men of all ages, treating almost all health issues that men face. Call or go online for an appointment today. In life and in business, one thing is certain, change. That's why Pillium Corporation is ready to keep you ahead of the curve on ever-evolving technology, critical for your company's security and growth. To that end, the Pillium team offers IT support and security and forensics, plus cloud services and networking, mobile communications, body cams, and in-car video systems, and real-time crime center technology. Visit us at Pillium.com. Smart people, smart business, smart solutions. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. We expect our information in real time. U.S. Med carries continuous glucose monitors, which provide real-time readings of blood glucose levels. U.S. Med is an approved provider for Medicare and over 500 private insurers. So call 800-730-8405 today for a free insurance and Medicare benefits check. As easy as... That's 800-730-8405. I'm J.T. Mitchell, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. State Auditor Shad White officially announced Monday morning that he plans to seek re-election. Hey everybody, breaking news. I just filed today to run for re-election as State Auditor. My team and I have accomplished a lot in the last four years. We put a stop to the largest public fraud scheme in the history of the state. The defendants that we've investigated have been sentenced to hundreds of years of prison time, and now we need your help. White, a Republican, has been in office since 2018, and both state and federal officials are looking into the death of an endangered fin whale that was spotted right off the shore in Pass Christiane Saturday morning. We're being told that only three fin whales, which are the second largest whale species behind the blue whale, have ever been stranded in the Gulf of Mexico. Just last week, a dead dolphin washed ashore the same beach in Pass Christiane. With Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm JT Mitchell. This place right here, this is Seaspire Country. It's where Matt's sister scheduled her wedding on a college football Saturday. But luckily, he's a man with a plan. A wireless plan with blazing fast 5G, so he can stream the game right on his phone. One eye on the nuptials. I now pronounce you man and wife. The other on the action. <laughs> Welcome to Seaspire Country. Right now, get your choice of free phone and a tablet on us with rebate. 5G not available in all areas. Capable device required. Visit Seaspire.com for details. It's that time of the year again. Like my son Barrett and I, hunters will soon be heading to the woods to hopefully bag that big buck. Hi, I'm Chris Howard, Executive Director of the Mississippi Department of Rehabilitation Services. Our agency often works with Mississippians whose disabilities are the result of tree stand injuries. Keep safe by remembering these important tips. Always maintain three points of contact going up and down a tree. Use a haul line and always wear a safety harness. Please don't let your next hunt be your last. 
You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. Do you have an old, outdated website or just a Facebook page and still not bringing in customers? Targeted digital advertising from STMM Digital's highly trained and trusted staff is the answer. We're ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. This is Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors. Hope uh, hope you're having a great day. I really enjoyed that conversation with Ed Penny. Incidentally, I was at uh, BB's. BB's is a deer processor right there in Greenwood this past weekend with BB and Charlotte and got to know them well over the years because we bring we bring our deer there to get processed. They do a great job with that, incidentally. But, you know, going with my hat on, my, my uh, Super Talk Outdoors hat on, and people are interested in, in it. They, they pay attention to the show, and it's always good to sort of get out and about and bump into people and, and uh, them to sort of give us good feedback about what we're doing. But anyway, thank you for listening, and, uh, and uh, you know, kind of shout out to my friends, BB and Charlotte. Now let's shift gears and move over to my friend, my new friend, Brian Ferguson and got a chance to chat with him a little bit before the shoot, before the show started. He's uh, currently the Chief of Staff for Mississippi State Parks. He's had a great, great run at the Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. And we'll talk a little bit more about that here in just a second. But good morning to you, Brian. How you doing? Glad to be here. I, I, I'm doing really good. I'm doing great. So listen, you started as an internal auditor uh, back in 2011, and we're going to talk about that here in just a second. But I want to talk about what happened before 2011. Where are you from? I'm from the Mississippi Delta. I'm from a small town called Glen Allen, Mississippi, right outside of Greenville, Mississippi. Yeah, I'm, I'm very familiar with that, incidentally. Uh, Steve Azar, my friend, um, is, uh, you know, we, we he's on the show all the time. He has a show uh uh, in a Mississippi Minute here on Super Talk, and in Leland he has his he has his uh, songwriters festival, Mockingbird Songwriters Festival. I think it's in April every year, but uh, yeah, it's a, it's a great place to kind of grow up, huh, buddy? If you especially if you enjoy the outdoors. Yeah, absolutely. My entire family is from there. We've been born and raised. Um, I I love it. I love going back home too. What's your favorite thing to do in the outdoors? So right now, so I'm, I'm more of a non-consumptive user right now. I'm not a huge hunter, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm more of the um, bird watcher. Right now I'm flying drones. Me and my son, we all out uh, flying drones and doing things like that. So uh, just, just enjoy being outside. Well, you know, I say that all the time. You know, we have, we have you know, 700,000 outdoorsmen and fishermen and hunters. But, you know, I, I, I often say on the show, if you just like canoeing or if you just like, you know, taking photographs, that Mississippi is the capital of the outdoors for a reason. Because from the coast to, to extreme north Mississippi and at all points in between, there's so much to enjoy here in the state. And when, you, when you're with a, a department like the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks, you really get a chance to kind of see what Mississippi has to offer, don't you? Yeah, I think that's the fantastic part about being in Mississippi is so many different types of uh, outdoors. I mean, um, for me, you know, I like to, you know, I like to see the landscape. I like to see how beautiful it is. You know, if I can take a drone out a couple of miles and just see what's out there, uh, it's a pretty, pretty great view. Uh, but yeah, you know, the department offers almost every type of opportunity for, uh, for outdoorsmen. So it's been great. Brian, did I read that you were also in the National Guard? 
Oh, of course. I've been in National Guard for 24 years as of December. So, yeah, it has been been in the Mississippi National Guard, um, been deployed to Iraq and uh, Kuwait and some everywhere. Poland, I've been everywhere. So, you know, I had to find that out. You, you're, you're very modest because in your short bio bio that you provided me, it didn't have anything about that in there. And I usually go outside the bio to try to understand more about, uh, you know, who, who are the people that we're talking to here on Super Talk Outdoors. But you had a, a key operations management role. Yeah, I'm, I'm a field grade officer now. I'm approaching retirement here soon. Uh, you just get, but it's been a great run from enlisted to uh, officer. They did a lot, a uh, lot of uh, company command. Uh, did a huge mission over in Kuwait in 2018. That was fun. Uh, so I've been, I've been around. I've kind of wrapped this career up with just uh, various different things. But I, you know kind of been a servant all my life though so started at 17 years old in the, as, as a Mississippi National Guardsman so uh, proud of all that service um, so I uh, have no regrets at all. So there's no surprise because of that incidentally that even though you started as an internal auditor when you joined the Department of Wildlife Fisheries and Parks within a year you had moved over to administrative services in a, in a management role. But, you know, and, and then the rest of your career is sort of defined the same way. You had lots of different roles, including chief financial officer for the department. But, you know, your time in the National Guard, you're learning about leadership and all that you, all the, I mean, the amount of training that you've gone through, I can't even imagine. It's really helped you in your Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks roles, hasn't it? That, that's been the key, honestly, you know, starting off as, as a young soldier, but uh, moving up those ranks and being having, you know, 60 guys, 100 guys, and then taking care of uh, missions around the world, mm-hmm. you just learn a lot. So it's, a, it's, it's experience that you just is invaluable. Um, I've been uh, to some unique places. I've worked with some unique people, all types of cultures. Um, but that leadership part of it, you know, and the training that goes along with it, um, especially becoming an officer, that was some pretty in-depth uh, training. But so many different personalities you learn. Uh, you're working with so many different stakeholders around the world. So you, you get an opportunity to gain a lot of valuable information and just key leadership strategies. Yeah, I had the opportunity on my show on the coast called Coast View because military presence here in coastal Mississippi, National oh. Guard, Air Force, Marines. Mm-hmm. Uh, CBEs, you know, the, the, the Naval Construction Battalion Center and the role they play around the world. It's always great to bring focus to them, bring focus to the role the military plays in Mississippi. And the opportunity you guys have to travel around the world, it really gives you a unique perspective on the United States and on Mississippi. And it really strengthens you, doesn't it? Yeah, I, I remember one of my favorite times. I spent some time in Poland, and um, it was fantastic. Just learning the different cultures, seeing the landscape, uh, seeing how people. W- w- but what's funny is what I realized traveling around the world and seeing all these people. Everybody is typically the same. They want to enjoy their families. They want to enjoy the outdoors. Uh, it's all the same type of people, you know. Of course, it, you know it's, we're traveling and protecting the nation, so it's always that that threat and we're trying to uh, eliminate that and protect the homeland. But people around the world are similar. Um, They all enjoy their families. They all enjoy being outdoors and doing things. It's just a, a different landscape. Isn't that interesting? A friend of mine was recently deployed to Poland in a support role during the Ukraine, in the early days of the Ukrainian war. And he sent me a picture 
and it was a picture of a farm field similar to what you would see in um, in the Mississippi Delta. And it had a had a deer blind back in the back. You could see the deer blind. And I said, "Where where are you, Greenwood? Where where are you?" He said, "Poland." <laughs> like, man, that looks so familiar. But did you have the same observation when you were same there? Same experiences. You see the farms and you see people, and it's it's amazing to to look out and you really, especially if you're from the Delta, all the flat land. Uh, you see all the during the summer times. You see so much green, and you can see a mile away. A uh, similar experience, and you just look out and say, and sometimes like it, it just looks like I'm at home. I woke up on the other side of the world, and it still looks like I'm in uh, Glen Island, Mississippi. But it's so cool to get that experience. You and McGregor, who is a famous actor, he's in the Star Wars, you know, movies. He has a, a, a set. I think it's on Apple Plus where. There, he goes around the world on motorcycles with his friend, and then he goes down to South America, goes up from South America to to uh, L.A., and then I think he does uh, he does something in Europe. And I, I, I don't know. There's three different shows. But what's interesting about the shows, though, is that you get the feeling as he traveled around the world, literally all these different countries, that most most places in a, in the world are really kind of rural. You know, people are, they're small towns. You know, just like you said, they love family, they, they love community. Um, of course, there are dense cities that sort of defined our world, but most of a, most of the world is incredibly rural. You you made that observation yourself, didn't you? Yeah, it's extremely rural. You're talking about, you know, you you, you go out on a, on a Sunday and you just see people fishing uh, and that's it. You know, they food, you know, I talk about family and, uh, you know, things like that, but food, you know, everybody want, you know, that, that food, you're eating fresh fish. It's, it's amazing just around the world, the exact same thing. So I loved it. Um, I, I appreciate all those experiences. They've shaped me and I'm hoping that, um, you know, that, you know, I can, after retirement, maintain some of that same, those same relationships and it's, it was it's, a we're talking to Brian Ferguson, who is the um, who is the chief of staff for the Mississippi State Parks. We're going to talk more about what that's all about here in just a second. But where where did you uh, where did you go to school, Brian? I went to Mississippi State. Um, I got my bachelor's from Mississippi State, and I got my master's degree from Bellhaven. Yeah, well, awesome, man. And uh, well, I'm assuming that accounting was your your major. A finance degree. I got my uh, finance degree and my uh, master's in business administration. Uh, that's that's cool. So what? Okay, so we're we're going to get into some of the issues around capital improvements and goals for the coming year. We'll get into that in the next segment. But just in a nutshell, what's what's the role of the chief of staff for the Mississippi State Parks? So you know, it's a uh, external role, uh, internal as well. So my 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 role right now is just to lead the staff uh, to ensure that our uh, state parks uh, can grow uh, throughout the state. So we just, we, we, this is a new role. We've just implemented it this year. Uh, but what we wanted to do was create a role that could lead uh, lead the different, um, different strategies across the state. So I'm involved in a lot of things from um, doing uh, stakeholder meetings around the state, making sure that communities, uh, what we're doing, how they affect communities and different things like that. And also just kind of leading the staff there. We got a great uh, state park director, Andre Hollis. And uh, he's been around about 25 years. And that's good. So we're, we're meeting with Brian Ferguson, the chief of staff for the Mississippi State Parks for the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. When we come back on the other side, we'll continue the conversation. We'll see you after this.
They're definitely family in that clinic. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is just that, a family. It was just, and every time I go in, it's just like, they're so nice and they just, they're just so compassionate. It seems silly to say that it was a pleasure, but it really was. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, 772 Lake Harbor Drive in Richland, 601-607-7876. All Metro Carpet Cleaning is more than just carpets. We also power wash driveways, walkways, decks, and patios. We can make your house look new again both inside and out. All Metro Carpet Cleaning, a trusted name in home cleaning services since 2010 and A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. Call now for a free estimate or schedule your cleaning, 601-398-8727 or find us on Facebook. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dab's fleet. Call the Rogers Dab's business elite fleet team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabs.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet. Find new roads. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events, but thanks to Two Men and a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need, a professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men and a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. As a Walgreens pharmacist, I talk with people all the time about little tips and tricks for filling their Medicare prescriptions, like taking advantage of Walgreens 90-day refills to save them a trip, or using refill by scan, which is super easy and right on your phone. And for anybody worried about prescription costs, I say, hey, we got you, with low-cost copays on many medications. Let's talk about making things easier. Walgreens is here. Fill your way and save at walgreens.com Medicare. See pharmacists for restrictions and exclusions. Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services in Hattiesburg is one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses. Pine Grove provides the highest quality mental health care for children, adolescents, and adults. Pine Grove also features several specialty addiction treatment programs for men and women. Additionally, Pine Grove specializes in the treatment of licensed professionals. Please call 1-888-574-HOPE for more information and visit pinegrovetreatment.com. How did Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation impact rural broadband internet? 
In January of 2019, Governor Phil Bryant signed a law allowing our state's 25 electrical cooperatives to offer high-speed internet options. Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation lobbied in support of this bill to improve the quality of life for all Mississippians. Because when Mississippi thrives, we all thrive. You can bet the farm on it. To learn more about the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, visit us online at msfb.org. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. We live in one of the best places in America to enjoy the outdoors. So let's talk about it. It's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors. I have Brian Ferguson with us, and he's the chief of staff of the Mississippi State Parks. He had a great career at the Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. And as we discussed in the first part of the show, he's also had a tremendous career with the Mississippi National Guard and been all over the world and gives you such a wonderful perspective when when you had that opportunity. But, you know, Brian, I can see why you were put into this role. For people who are watching on YouTube or Facebook, they can see you have a great smile. And for people who are listening, they can tell you have a, a very warm uh, way of, of communicating. I think, uh, obviously, you enjoy people. But, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, there are, when you lead people, especially when you're talking about a statewide organization like Mississippi State Parks, uh, it's all it's very relationship based isn't it absolutely and just just i think it's more it's, it's about just being friendly but uh genuine also i have a genuine passion to make sure to to, to understand what people want uh, what we wanted to do was never just go into a community uh, and out state parks are in communities so and as we lead the agency and lead the different parts of the agency we want to make sure that um, we're, you know, engaging with the public, making sure that what, what our intentions are are things that they want. You know, no no reason to just walk into a community and just say, here here you go. We we want to we want to involve everybody. We want everybody to um, to see what's going on and be extremely transparent in it. Yeah. Hey, listen. In conversations with Speaker Philip Gunn, and then of course with Lieutenant Governor uh, Delbert Hoseman. Uh, over the course of a long period of months related somewhat to the Outdoor Stewardship Trust Fund. But what it what it's done is sort of raise the specter. I think uh, I think COVID had something to do with that. You know, people wanting to get back into the outdoors, people wanting to get, you know, go places in their cars. They felt safe in their cars. It really positioned a, a, a terrific conversation around state parks in Mississippi and capital improvements that we can make. We, we you know, we've got this, we got a great state park system in the state, but we haven't invested in the state parks the way we should have over the years. But that has changed, hasn't it? Absolutely. Um, the last two years, frankly, uh, I think the legislator, Lieutenant Governor, has done an amazing job just focusing um, the attention on state parks, the outdoors in general. Um, what we've benefited from that is we have the resource. Uh, the state is a beautiful state. Our state parks are beautiful places. The investment into the capital improvements was what was necessary for us to get it back to uh, the standard that I think uh, everybody in the state uh, can appreciate. And that's what we've done so far. Yeah, it's, it's clear that you have there's a there's a capital improvement plan now. We've got you've got goals for the upcoming year. I think everyone now is focused that not only on the fact that there's the states making investments in the state parks, but the, as you pointed out, the leadership is behind it. You're in this new role. You bring 
tremendous operational capabilities to the conversation. So not only are you good with people and can help lead them in a motivated way toward achieving the goals, but you know how to, you know you know well what gets measured gets done, and it's time to, to time to put a project plan together to to address the needs of the state parks. And it seems to me you've got the right skill sets to do that job. Yeah, and that was the key, you know, you know, I always tell our staff the same thing. If it's not measurable, it's not, uh, we can't attain it. So what we did was we put together a five-year capital improvement plan, uh, and we didn't put it in our heads. We put it on paper. Uh, we're tracking it. We have those measurable goals. We know uh, we can do small projects here. So it, it is all divided into uh, different areas so we can all track it. We, we're putting the staff together that can do all those things it's, and it's attainable. Uh, and, and as we have the leadership support over the legislative side, then it, it's definitely something that we, we know we can do. You've probably seen some of those projects uh, coming to fruition already. Yeah, you're seeing. You know, it comes in a wide variety of uh, of ways. But one of the one of the um, uh, one of the projects that uh, Deborah Hosman talked about was the refurbishment and sort of upgrading of some of the cabins. You know, and you know, making them making them. Yeah, because they have. How long has it been really since most of the cabins across the state park system have been upgraded? It's been 30 years at least. It's been a while. Some of those cabins are older than that. You're talking to CCC, which was doing World War uh, II. So you're talking to 100, almost 100 years ago since these uh, cabins have been had any significant work done to them. Uh, and what we wanted to do was, you know, modernize them. You know, show people. We we wanted to keep a rustic look to some, but we wanted to give. We wanted to have multiple different styles of cabins and. Uh, and, and and not just cabins, we're talking other amenities, uh, RV pads, we're talking uh, things for other uh, users as well. So variety of different types of outdoorsmen. So we wanted to have a variety of different amenities. And uh, and it's happening. It's happening. And uh, you've, you've got a budget. And, you know, with a budget comes a lot of responsibility. And I know you feel that, don't you? It, it's, uh, you know, when you don't have anything, you're just working with nothing. It's kind of... Um, it's kind of a mundane job. You kind of just going through the motions, and so you, 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 it's an added pressure, added stress. Nothing that we can't handle for sure, uh, but we love it. It's a great opportunity for the state of Mississippi, and it's a great opportunity for all of us in leadership position to take what they've given us and and, and manage it. No doubt about. It. Hey, Brian, it's been a pleasure to, to talk to you. When, when we uh, when we meet again, we'll get back together next month or two. We'll kind of drill down a little bit and talk about some of those projects. I'd love to be able to do that. Anyway, for the time for for, for now though, it's been great to get to know you better. Hey, thank you for having me. I look forward to another one. You bet. This this has been Brian Ferguson's chief of staff for Mississippi State Farm Parks. And as I said at the end of the first segment, stay safe when you're in the outdoors. Stay safe. We'll see you. We'll uh, see you next Monday. Have a great day and uh, God bless. Mississippi. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.